ratings and numbers matter in professional wrestling, James. They do. It has been a couple weeks since we have streamed. It is the anniversary of the pro wrestling shoot. Let's jump right into it. going on i am your host jesse carter joined with me as always james pinard jr james what is going on man i know man it's been what two weeks feels like a damn year since we've been on here it's been a minute it it's, has been a minute man we have uh we're been pretty busy but uh <laughs> The channel's growing, man. The channel's growing, so that's all that matters. We are in July. It is the anniversary of the pro wrestling shoot. Three years, man. Three years we have been doing this. Uh, it's been quite a while, man. We apologize yeah. to everybody uh, that has been waiting for an audio podcast. I know it has been a long time. I know two weeks seems like forever, but it really hasn't been forever. Um, our audio podcast is still growing, believe it or not, even though we haven't been consistent the last couple of weeks. Uh, but it is growing. The numbers are still going up. Thank you to everybody who has been supporting the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, YouTube's growing, man. YouTube's growing. TikTok's growing. Uh, we're doing a lot more video content. We're going to be doing uh, video game content. Obviously, we've been dropping a lot of videos over there. We've been dropping shorts. Uh, we're going to be doing some uh, regular pro wrestling stuff, too. So if you are new to the channel, don't think that you're just getting video game stuff with the pro wrestling shoot because we are still going to be live streaming every single Tuesday at 5 p.m. We had to take a couple weeks off. I'm glad we're back. James, how you feeling? Yeah, pretty good, man. Um, it's crazy that it's already July. We just had 4th of July. We're already like halfway through the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's nuts, man. Th so this summer has been very calm, too. I don't know how it is on your end over there in L.A., but um, over here in the Pacific Northwest, it has been very, very mild, and I am grateful. I am just grateful that I am not getting uh, over overwhelmed with 100-degree weather every single yeah, day. Yeah, well... We're starting to get there. Yesterday was, what, 83? We're going to be in the 90s and 60-degree weathers at night. So yeah, time to leave yeah. the fan and air conditioner on now. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So today we are going to be talking about the ratings in WWE and in AEW. Obviously, there has been a switch flipped towards AEW's ratings ever since all out i would want to say ever since all out the ratings have just been going down and down and down meanwhile since all out of last year we continue with the bloodline story over on the wwe side and wwe is doing some of the best business that they've done in many many years some are saying that this is this just as good if not better than the attitude era i don't agree with that per se but uh, numbers don't lie, and that's what we're going to talk about today, man. Numbers don't lie. The sales are there, but we all know yeah. how WWE's tactics are when it comes to the sales. You can't really say that you're making more when you're upcharging everybody for everything, too. So, uh, But, I mean, business is booming for them. Are you there, James? You are getting cut out, sir. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. It's just laggy. Oh, okay. Very, very laggy. So maybe, uh, anyway, yeah. So we got some numbers that we're going to talk sure about. I'm not sure why it's laggy. Is it laggy on your end? It's probably your internet, sir. Is it still laggy for you? It says I have three bars. 
Yeah, it still is. All right, pop out and pop back bars, in, sir. Though, so I don't know what's going on. Pop out and pop back in. Yeah. Today we're going to be diving in, like I said, to AEW's ratings. We're also going to be diving into WWE sales when it comes to merchandise sales, when it comes to arenas, it comes to seating charts, all that good stuff. WWE has been loading it up. Um, in the meanwhile, while we're waiting for James, let's talk a little bit of AEW Fight Forever. We've had some time to discuss. Um, yeah, yeah. So positively, you welcome to the chat. Yeah, better than the Attitude Era. So the numbers are there. The numbers are there, but I don't know. When it comes to the television, I would still say that WWE is possibly running some of the best storylines that they've ever ran ever. Because the Bloodline story, let's you know, let's face it, it's the greatest storyline ever told in professional wrestling. Um, I'm not alone in saying that. <laughs> the numbers don't lie when it comes to that. But um, as good as the Attitude Era, I don't know, man, because we had a whole roster full of people that were killing it with storylines over in the Attitude Era. It wasn't just one storyline holding up the team, you know what I mean? James, are you good? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if somebody from either company is trying to sabotage me. (laughs) Is it lagging for you? No, I'm not sure why it was lagging. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> it's because your internet sucks, but it's okay. We're used to it over here at the Pro nah. Wrestling. <laughs> Everybody that's in the chat, welcome to the anniversary of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's been three years, man. Three years of doing this damn thing. Uh, we're excited. So let me see here. Uh, everything Pro Wrestling is in the house. Everything Pro Wrestling says business versus fan perspective are two different things. Well, and, you know, business is is booming for WWE. They're making more money than they ever did, especially in the Attitude Era. So... It is what it is, you know what I mean? Like you can you can say that it's not as good as the Attitude Era, but the numbers don't lie. Once again, the numbers are there. <laughs> They're making way yes, more money. It, it, in in contrary, yes, you can take a couple things out of it. They weren't charging as much back in the day for merchandise, TV, you know, for uh tickets and whatnot. But I mean, you know, you gotta go over time and you know, the numbers were there back in the day, so you gotta raise the prices and demand and yeah. they're getting it. Yeah, they're getting it, but when it comes to these ticket sales, man, these tickets are expensive. Taking my granddaughters uh, to, taking my granddaughters to a house show over here in uh, the Tri Cities area, and uh, the tickets for this event are very cheap. They start at fifteen dollars. Ringside is like one hundred and fifty, but it's a house show. Anytime you take these things on TV, man, you're talking a good thousand dollars. So, uh, let me see here. We got uh, all positively. E says, "Congrats on the three years." Positively, E also says, "Attitude Era had the best mid card." That's facts, man. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. They did. I, I look the difference between Attitude Era, and this is from a fan perspective. Attitude Era is to now. Attitude Era had storylines for everybody, everybody, and I'm talking about storylines even in WCW. Like I love the mid card in WCW too. They had some storylines. Were they all good? No, but Attitude Era was killing it, man. Nowadays, was, they're kind of relying on a couple. Yeah, there was no such thing as filler matches. It was There's a storyline built somewhere in every single person that comes in the ring. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. matter how ridiculous it was, you can have you know whoever, Sonny or somebody, come out, and there's a storyline around it. 
Well, there were different selling points to back in the day yeah. as, oh, as compared to what we do today. There were a lot more things acceptable back then. Um, Jerry Springer was hot at the time, so uh, Vince Russo was writing based on that alone. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it is what it is. So uh, Conrad is saying Kenny Chaos. Yeah, you're saying Kenny Chaos, man, but you can't deny that they had some good mid-card story. If they didn't have mid-card stories in WCW, Jericho wouldn't have been a big thing coming to WWE. Let's just put it that way. He was a mid-card for sure. Jericho, you had the cruiserweights going on, Eddie, Ray. Ray Mysterio wouldn't have been as popular, obviously, with the cruiserweights. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, you had some stuff running uh, around with Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit. All that kind of stuff, man. There, there were good stories, man. And it's funny you mentioned the tickets. Um, I know you're you're planning to go to a house show over there for uh, what is it? WWE Super Show, whatever Super they call show, it. Super Show, yeah, yeah. Um, so I looked at tickets, just you know, looking whatsoever, and you know, AEW kind of charges a little bit more. It doesn't seem, dude. Like it, so but- let's let's get into that too, okay? So AEW's numbers are continuously dropping, continuously dropping since what all out right let's just go ahead and say all out we'll say that all out was the turning point since cm punk and all the drama happened tickets have ticket prices have gone up while the ratings have gone down they have not consistently drawn nine hundred thousand fans let's let's throw it 900 because they, no, they haven't even come close to no, a million from, the, so. from what i have here for the last since july july 5th all the way to like may it's been yeah. about between 850 to 900 just going back and forth back and forth um since this this last may right yeah this last may uh, i mentioned okay. it to you guys that they have only reached reached 1 million twice in the year compared to the recent years before that Turn um, 2021 2021 was their uh, was really their big point they got about uh, it was a stretch from like july all the way to like september of like 8 9 uh, dynamite episodes getting one million and then nine mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden a drop to a seven. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. So that had a lot to do with the CM Punk uh, drama. Like I said, CM Punk leaving. So um, it is what it is. Conrad says Cody Rhodes started it. In my opinion, <laughs> let's blame Cody for everything, man. He left. He left AEW. Damn it, Cody. We're gonna hate him in WWE too. You know. Uh, I don't think that that was the case at all. I don't think that Cody was their ratings draw when it came to AEW. I think that their main ratings draw was CM Punk, and then when everything broke out with CM Punk, that's when everything went downhill. Now, CM Punk is back, but you have the AEW fan base turning on each other. So let's get into why (laughs) the arenas are not filling for AEW. You get the the pay-per-views filled, but then you take it to places and do five tours of Canada, whatever it is, uh, you're not going to fill the the seats with that. But at the same time, Tony Khan promised an altern- a cheaper alternative when it came to buying his tickets. We've talked about this before on the pro wrestling shoot. It is not a cheaper alternative so far. <laughs> like AEW well, tickets, at least in my market, are just as expensive, if not a little bit more, than WWE. So when Collision was coming around and ticket sales were not so great, especially in this Canada tour, yeah, um, they were doing the two the ticket sales went up. Now I know people said Punk did push it up; they did drop the ticket sales. Um, and I did notice on Ticketmaster because I haven't looked for a WWE event or AEW event in a good while. Um, they had like four pack uh, like offers, so if you get like four pack tickets, there's like a bundle deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I know WWE was starting to do that as well. Um, you know, maybe the whole hot dog and buy a hamburger or whatever it was, get a ticket. <laughs> Might have for, to be du- for double or nothing. 
I think that's what it was, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Tokyo, um, welcome to the chat. He said it's summer. Nobody's going to wrestling shows. Explain every full arena for WWE, sir. Uh, wrestle. Uh, what was it? Uh, SmackDown just sold out Madison Square Garden. So explain that to me. I and mean, then we'll talk about summer shows. Granted, okay, Madison Square Garden. They usually are big on it, just alone for house shows. But I've noticed it. Uh, always credit to Rascal Ticks, always providing the, uh, the acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at his previous numbers like Raw last time they went to Buffalo, they had 6K in there. Now, this time they sold 10,000. Mm-hmm. They went to Houston, uh, sold 12,000. Last time they were worth 10. So it seems like they're in a consistent basis. Now they're going to like little smaller towns and you know, they're subpar, not as great. And their ratings but- are up. Raw is drawing two, 2 million viewers as compared to SmackDown doing the 2.5. So the ratings are actually. Up. Raw was it good because what I got for Raw was they were drawing 1.8 for on which one on just on the general they weren't even drawing over two at least what I okay. saw um, on, SmackDown on, the, was drawing, on this recent Raw though they drew two almost two right it was okay 1. then there was this what recent one yeah the recent one yeah uh, 1.9. I think so but yeah they've been drawing like 1.8 1.9 1.8 uh 1.5 and they're on SmackDown yeah about 2.5 yeah. 2.4 <laughs> Um, and I know you mentioned earlier about Roman Reigns and, uh, you know, the bloodline thing is huge. Um, it was mm-hmm. what the first it was the highest quarterly segment in history. It got like three million views at once. Um, yeah. It was like a 35, 40 minute segment. I mean, the guy, the whole bloodline thing is it, it's money. It's been going on for three so plus years. I'm enjoying the bloodline thing just as much as anybody else. But for one storyline to keep this thing going, I mean, Raw's doing pretty good numbers too. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, man. And the local promotion when it <laughs> when they posted that they were doing a house show, uh, the comments were filling. Man, we're talking thousands of comments in this thing. So yeah. that's crazy for my area. My area is not a wrestling area. I'm just going to go and say that. Obviously, these people in my area are watching WWE right now because everybody's excited that they're coming back uh, to the Tri-Cities. So, I, I don't know, man. It, it's, a, it's a weird phenomenon that's going on. I can't explain exactly what WWE is doing. I figured that they would have dropped numbers when Vince McMahon came back because I thought that they were going to start picking it up when the rumors were that Triple H was running the show. Vince was out, right? Mm-hmm. Changed. Yeah, Vince came back, they the sold flip. the company. I thought that that would have probably dropped numbers, you know, knowing that the company is now going to Endeavor. Um, no. The UFC, <laughs> WWE merge, no. It, it seems like this is bigger than ever. Yeah, the last six months have been their best profit hit era. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, they claimed that this was the best. Uh, they're selling the best since the Attitude Era, since all one. Yeah. Um, which, you know, do I believe it? Yeah, certain aspects, like I said, you, you're going to charge higher for ticket prices. Merchandise is what well, t-shirt would be 40 bucks compared to now, now what let's, it was. Let's, the now, but, let's get this straight real quick, though. Do I think that the product is better than the Attitude Era was? No. Do I think that it's making more money than the Attitude Era was? Yes. Do I think that they're selling more tickets? No. Because the Attitude Era, that was like a time that you couldn't even get tickets. Like that, you know, you better get that. You were getting ratings of like, yeah, you were getting ratings of like seven, six up in the ballpark. Now we're down to the twos, and you know, do I believe it? it? Well, more people are going to buy tickets. You know, you got, you know, and I'm still going to put it on you. Yeah, yeah, and I'm still putting up there. I think there's, I don't know if there's not as many kids as compared to back in the day, 
I know it's like 20% though, and 20% mm. is a big a big helping for them. I know they were very PG, very friendly, and that was their big market a little bit. Um, you know, it, it's crazy that their numbers were kind of consistent even when Triple H was there, then Vince, and now everything's kind of fluctuating. One show is getting a little higher. Raw's somewhat, you know, getting up there. Eventually, they're going to drop a little bit for for Raw when football season comes out, um, which is not far. Do you have away. merchandise numbers for WWE right now in twenty twenty three? Yeah, so I can tell you this is what I, I looked over. Maybe like 10, 15 links. This is what their merch sellers are. The top ones, okay. This what's is being reported? So let's let's yeah. Just, as if as so of what's right being reported? Now for, since this is at the end of June. Okay. So Roman Reigns is number one, of course. Obvious. Yep. Cody Rhodes, number two. Yep. Then you got someone that's not even on the Do you the have roster. numbers? Do you have any numbers for... for... I, I would have to look, but nah, nobody was providing numbers. I would have to double check that. Okay. Um, you have you have Stone Cold Steve Austin in there as your number three seller. He's yeah. not even in the company. LA Knight. Which you know, I'm not surprised. Been the big damn hot thing around, and then the MWO. <laughs> wow, that's so. La Knight being up there is really surprising. Like I know that there's you know a, a spatter for him online, and that the the live crowds are actually popping for him quite a bit. So uh, for him to be up there, that's that's pretty amazing. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, big big turnaround. It's it's funny because this company is very you know against like someone trying to get over in a way that's not in their eyes, I guess. And they've, you know, we've, we've seen that numerous organically. Times. Yeah. Getting yeah. over organic, you know, yep. Zach Ryder, Rusev with Rusev day, you know, LA night just doing the chant and the crowds go wild. And to the point of, yeah, we're just going to make you a face now. <laughs> <laughs> Good old WWE <laughs> man. So yeah, if you could work on getting, uh, man, I wish I had my computer up and running right now. I don't, but uh, my other computer, by the way, <laughs> not the one I'm running on right now. Um, I would look for the numbers on the on the sales because the merchandise sales, from what I seen last time, the charts were insane. How how much merch is being pumped out for Cody Rhodes and and Raider Ripley was up. She had like one of the most popular shirts up there. She's not in the top five, of course, but she's Cody Rhodes is about to get city specific t shirts. How about yeah, that? And the last one they don't do that unless they know they're selling out of those. Was Brock? Brock was mm-hmm. the last one. Yep, I remember because I remember going to Brock Seattle was, and getting yeah, the Brock whole suplex city one in the closet. Yep, yep. CJ Productions, man, welcome back to the chat. We haven't seen you in forever. It says, have not been here in a while, but love these streams. Man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Everything Pro Wrestling says, not bad when you're the only one running MSG. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, no, it is true out there. I mean, if you put AW yeah. in Madison Square Garden, I, I would. I could probably throw in the same numbers. Yeah, I think that I think that AEW would sell out Madison Square Garden just because of the hype. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. AEW does not have as many fans as WWE. It's clear as day. They just they just don't. It's the numbers. Whole different ballpark. Uh, The only reason that they're selling out some of these shows is because fans are traveling to these places (laughs) <laughs> from different markets just to go to see some of these shows. So if they were to run a dynamite mm-hmm. in Madison Square Garden, how many fans from Chicago are traveling over just to be a part of that, right? Like yeah. that's that's what's going on with AEW. 
Um, everything pro wrestling, traveling from New York to Canada to be a part of Forbidden Door. There's a lot of fans that do that kind of stuff. Same vice versa with the other company, you know. Everyone yeah, does. yeah, no. For WrestleManias and stuff, I have never seen anybody travel from somewhere else to go to a SmackDown. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, it's, just, of course, if it's not, you know, they don't have it in their country. Sure. Let me occurs. let me use an analogy here. So when I was at Rampage in in Portland. Okay, Rampage in Portland. There was a there was a mother and son that traveled all the way from Australia. Australia. Not to go to the Seattle show the, the like two nights before that. No. They traveled just for the Portland Rampage because Brian Cage was a part of it. <laughs> Crazy, right? But they right. came all the way from Australia. I asked her, Oh, are you guys on vacation for this or that? And nope, we came here just for this. It it was amazing. Like I was like, wow, I've never I would have never in my life traveled across the country to go to an AEW event. Then pockets run deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. So, um, well, there was like a personal story between them and Brian Cage. So they let a lot right. of wrestlers that went overseas wrestle over there stay mm-hmm. at their house, and so they had like yeah, they had a, you yeah know, understandable, a you know, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Isaiah Hill says, uh, "Yo, AEW won't beat WWE ratings." Well, I don't think that they ever will either, but. Um, it's not really about that. We're no. just kind of talking the only, about <laughs> the only time you'll see like a dynamite or even a rampage <laughs> beat a SmackDown is when they get forced to be moved to like yeah. Fox Sports, which it's coming <laughs> soon for baseball. So the, look, I'm not, this conversation isn't about who's beat, who's going to beat who, because WWE has years ahead of AEW for one. And for two, AEW doesn't change their ways and they probably will not change their ways to try to attract new fans. So the numbers are always going to be higher for WWE just because they have that open availability uh, for viewership. So that's that's what we're kind of looking at now. I'm just kind of looking at the growth of WWE. We're talking about like what what is causing this growth of WWE so much? Is it just the bloodline? And what is causing the decline of AEW's ratings, numbers, merch sales, everything else all across the board? Uh, AEW doesn't travel with much merchandise when it comes to their shows they pick a no they certainly and don't and that's it's, very yeah. sad so their, their merch sales are, are way down compared to like a wwe's merch yeah sales. i mean yeah but, you're on pro and tees and there's so many sales but i mean i uh, got your, your top sellers for AEW. of course cm punk is up there number one orange yeah. cassie's up there uh the acclaimed and bullet club glowed is up there and Bullet Club Gold is is so fresh. They're still such a fresh faction to be a part or even close to the merchandise sales. I don't know. I love Juice Robinson, man. Juice Robinson is my boy. But, um, yeah, just it, it's just, just so weird. It's because they have just such a dedicated fan base. It's a small fan base, but it's very dedicated. That makes sense. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um, let me see here. And it's funny because, you know, we have mentioned, and I've heard it from multiple, like many, many people of, of WWE's product, like, yeah, there's segments, but they're not doing as much wrestling. They're, you know, for uh, Raw and SmackDown, I don't know when this was, uh, last time, last week, uh, Raw accumulated 54 minutes of wrestling, okay, so that's about 30% of the show. SmackDown accumulated 29 minutes, which is 24 minutes of the show. While you got Rampage with 36 minutes, about 60% of the show, of course. That's what they usually do. Collision had 65 minutes. 
So that's about 54% of the show. And Dynamite, 53 minutes with 44% of shows. So if you had all the AEW shows together, you get 154 minutes within five hours of wrestling. Uh, WWE Television, 83 minutes for five hours of wrestling. And they're doing something right right there. They're not focusing on the wrestling compared to the storyline working. People love their soap operas. That's what got people hooked in back in the day with Attitude Era. Um, surprisingly, you're not. Yeah, as much as it was a joke sometimes, TNA got some traction for the storylines. And you need storylines. Absolutely. I agree you with that it. 100%. When you go to a movie, why do you go to see a movie? Yeah. Because the storyline is there. Well, okay, you got to pitch me in, not just I tell. So listen, this is, this is what I tell my wife every time we watch an action movie. If there is no storyline or this storyline is too basic and it's just pure action, I don't care. You know what I mean? It's not a movie I'm into. I need something to grab me. From this storyline, yeah, I need a cliffhanger at the end. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Not just, not just the typical, you know, happy tales ending. It, it doesn't work like that. Don't yeah, get me wrong; yeah. I appreciate AEW for the wrestling, but it's always a contradiction. You need a storyline. Yeah, you can do dream matches. That's fine, you know. And I know there's limitations. You can't do them all the time, you know. Especially with people from Japan, it's kind of hard, you yeah. know. And you go to the basic. Well, who's the better person in real? Oh, that's been said numerous of times. Yeah. You know, so I get it. There's there's always issues with that. But bottom line, you need storylines <laughs> that hook me in. Absolutely, dude. I, I agree with that 100%. Look, wrestling has been super dull for me because none of the storylines have been hitting. The only thing that is worth watching to me is that Bloodline storyline. And that's across the board for me. But, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Everything pro wrestling says inflation adjusted, talking about the, the sales. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's a fact easily yeah yeah that's a fact it's it's not even inflation too the you look you go to wrestlemania you're paying you know what i mean a look, few I mortgage paid, payments for for a good ticket <laughs> yeah i paid i paid six just to go to for a second night you got a you got a good deal i'm gonna go on and say that like the ticket <clears throat> that you bought that was the cheapest ticket that i've ever seen for a floor ticket for, for wrestlemania so yeah yeah, I actually paid a and lot. And that's for one night. Let's let's get that clear. He went one night. <laughs> yeah. So imagine paying I, for that twice. Yeah, still still kind of burn out about that whole you know, two night WrestleMania thing, but it is what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh everything pro wrestling says I couldn't get tickets for the attitude era no matter how hard I tried and I was a teenager. He said it was tough. Says, Yeah. Brian Pearsall, man, thanks for joining us. He says, Shout out to the rattlesnake. Absolutely. Isaiah Hill, Roman Reigns. Positively, he says, I wouldn't leave my porch for Brian Cage. Says, just kidding. Man, Brian, man, you guys hating on Brian Cage too much. How are you going to hate on Brian Cage that much and then go around and uh, like people like Christian? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, don't even get us started on that. <laughs> we won't. We won't. It's going to get me off topic. Dude's yeah, trash. I know, I'm just going to say. <laughs> Isaiah Hill. He says, uh, I'm ready for WWE 2K24. If you're ready for WWE 2K24, keep an eye on our channel, man. We're going to be doing a series on WWE 2K24. It's called Add This. We're going to get into it, man. They're going to be dropping a lot of videos for it. Uh, Positively E says, uh, I think dropping Fight Forever is an attempt to get new fans. Yeah, that attempt <clears throat> failed for sure. Dan Housen. Yeah, Dan Housen was up there for merchandise sales, so I don't know if that was covered for the month. You got to give Dan Housen was, the monies, you know what I mean? He, he was up there. He showed it. Um, I actually have like who was like top seller for like just like certain items. So like yeah, Ray Ripley, she's my mommy t-shirt was number one, and LA Knight shirt. Um 
A WCW Bash at the Beach tank top was selling. That's number three. Bloodline, we the ones, and then NWO t-shirts are number five. NWO is forever going to be up there, man, on that top five. Uh, Positively, he says uh, Bullet Club Gold sounds like (laughs) analytic. Guerrero's up there, number seven. Cena, number ten. Um, Renee, welcome to the chat. Uh, new to the chat, he says, uh, AEW is sh- sharing those profits with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Bullet Club Gold too. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. That that's the problem with doing business with other companies, and this is why WWE is smart and and had that forbidden door closed for the longest time. Is they're not sharing none of that profit with anybody. Um, do I think it's a bad thing that they share? Uh, you know, television time or whatever the case is, they showcase each other's. St- uh, wrestlers, I think it's great. I think it's great for for the hardcore fans that that want to do that, you know, or want to see that. Anyway, uh, my idea of a forbidden door would be two mainstream companies going, you know what I mean, on the same show. That would be my idea of a forbidden door. Not gonna happen. Yeah, no, it won't happen. <laughs> Never but will. That's that's my idea of a forbidden door. I don't care um, if Impact comes over to to AEW. I don't care if New Japan comes over to AEW. That's just free publicity for those companies to me. <laughs> but if you were to get a WWE and AEW in the mix and throw a throw a card together, that would be like, something special. Okay, like how I uh, probably not for you. I don't know if anybody else in the chat how were you excited when WCW partnered with New Japan back in the day, you know? Yeah. How many people were on top of that besides, you know, Collision and Korea, that was a whole different thing. But you know, how were the numbers for that? How many people were excited? You know, and they had a good amount of Japanese wrestlers in WCW, but it's just not your. But your, they were a part of the WCW roster. That was right. their roster. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, uh, Matthew Lopez, welcome to the chat, man. Says, good evening. Positively, he says, was about to ask Renee. Uh, Matthew Lopez says, I bet if AEW was allowed to run Mad- Madison Square Garden, they sell out faster than WWE. Probably just because I'm not going to deny that because I think that if AEW had the opportunity to to even go to one Staples Center or two Madison Square Garden, um, I think that would be really huge for the company. So yeah, I think that fans would come in droves just to see that happen. Like I said, they would travel from other markets just to fill that out, just like they're doing in Wembley. There are so many American fans going to that Wembley event. Yeah, yeah, and I would say. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of concerned. I don't. Would they sell at Madison Square Garden? I mean, because I think the. I think I they know. would. I think they. I would. know they've been having a tough time trying to fill in Grand Slam. I know they got the numbers, but they wasn't well, as big as so the they first didn't. Time. They did it. They did it the first time, right? So the first time I know they, they got it coming like up in thousand. I think it's at September. I think they're going again. I think that if they were to run Madison Square Garden, it would be such a big deal because there's only been what another company, right? Was it ROH that ran let me, let me Madison Square check. Garden? So either, either way, nobody goes in Madison. 2022, they had 13,800, and that was in back in 2022. 2021, they had... For what, Grand Slam? Grand Slam. So it kind of significantly dropped. The 2021, when they first debuted there, they got 20,177, so like 7,000 drop. Grand Slam was after the CM Punk stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. So after that whole ordeal with the Punk and, and the Bucks and, and Omega... That hurt this company so much and is still hurting this company to this day because now not only do you have the AEW fans that hate WWE, you got AEW fans within AEW 
that hate other fans that are in AEW. Yeah, it yeah. is the craziest it, thing. It, it's funny because this wasn't a big drop when Brett and Sean were having their issues with and Vince. It wasn't yeah. too much of a dip. It just and then different times. They just got their ways. Hey, Brett, you're left. Okay, bye. So here's the thing too is. You know, back in those days, too, you only had message boards. There was a select few wrestling fans. If you were super, super hardcore and needed to know every single thing about wrestling, you would hop on the message boards or get, you know, your observers from Dave Meltzer, stuff like that, to to know these insider things, right? Um, There was no twitter to go and tweet my feelings on you know what i mean like <laughs> well these guys these guys are really unprofessional and i don't think this is allowed so the the opinions weren't out there as much as there are today it's a different time um so now that this stuff happened everybody lets cm punk know how they feel and vice versa for the for the for the elite and <laughs> in, in the bucks so i mean it's like i said it's a different time but what they don't realize is they're hurting the company within you got fans saying i'm not going to collision i'm not going to support this other tv show because cm punk's over there yeah well you also have people like samoa joe you have miro thunder rosa you got you got a good roster over there scorpio sky like what what did these guys do to deserve that hate you know what i mean i understand it's not you know yeah like a couple of them you know yeah punk um speaking of punk let's let's see if they pull the trigger i know there's that rumor going around that you know we're gonna get the fifth fifth participant on both sides for blood and guts i know punk was mentioned and supposedly moxie was fine with it and not much comments from the young bucks it would make sense in the aspect. I mean, will they put a trigger? If they do, would it change it? Would the market go up? Would it go down? I, I don't know. You know, would it drive fans? If you put mock, if you put CM Punk and a Young Bucks in the ring or Kenny Omega and Punk, will it drive up numbers or will fans just stay away from it? Ah, well, I don't want to see Punk. Well, I don't want to see, you know, I don't know. So th- there's a lot of conflicting reports going around about who actually pitched that idea it sounded like it was cm punk as of right now is i think is what uh fightful select is reporting is that they're reporting that cm punk pitched the idea and nobody was really high on it um i don't, I don't think that Mox <laughs> which i don't blame him for pushing it i don't blame him he knows it's like look the fans want it i don't care Dude, this is your money maker if you put cm punk versus i'm not even gonna say look i used to say i'd be okay with cm punk versus kenny omega at at wembley right now i'm starting to think look your money maker is cmftr versus the elite period get because a fourth, what are you gonna do? get a fourth yeah. and then run adam hangman page in there too you know what because I mean? What are you going to do after this feud? This is, I would think this is going to end the, the whole, you know, the feud with the elite and the right uh, BCC. You know, what are you going to do with the elite? Are they just going to be on a hiatus or are you going to put them to fight for somebody? Because if the FTR, they're, you know, FTR, they're doing uh, obviously their stuff with the Bullet Club Gold, you know, but what do you do with the elite? What do you do with BCC? You got to insert somebody there. Why not? Make them collide early. Dynamite and Ram and Rampage and Collision. Have them go on one because they did say eventually it's going to happen where somebody from Dynamite is going to have to go over to Collision. We've been seeing MJF go on there a lot now. Yeah, a lot more than we have in the last. I have what, I have a so? huge feeling that we're getting uh, MJF versus Adam Cole at Wembley. Unfortunately, I think that that's going to be the main event for that. <laughs> Do I think that that's the one that 
should sell. I think that a lot of fans, once they see that that's the main event, besides your elite fans, of course, the elite fans, they don't want CM Punk versus the elite at all. They just want CM Punk out of here. The CM Punk fans, on the other hand, want to see this match. Just so, get it done and over with. Just it just goes to show you not, like who you know? whose feelings were really hurt in this situation. <laughs> but uh, I think that this is what's drawing the numbers down. For AEW, that and a lack of story, man. There's just no story. I think the story between Adam Hangman Page and and MJF is really good. But the tournament stuff, man, there's too much tournament stuff. There's too much just uh, – the the announcements are too quick from Excalibur. There's a lot of, like, fast pace everything on AEW Dynamite that you can't really soak in anything. And they don't really leave you wanting more the next week. Yeah, it's kind of like you're being forced with, like, a storyline, you know, like – don't get me wrong, Adam Cole and MJF, yeah, with them being a tag team, I'm not going to lie, that was probably the best thing they've had in a good while. It's getting fans driving. But then, you know, the tournaments, see, the, the problem with the tournaments, I don't have a problem with them, but it's just you kind of make it an obvious pick of who's going to win the tournament or who's going to be in the finals. It's obvious an obvious thing, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you got to just – Pride away from it sometimes. I, I honestly go back to like the editorial, have a storyline for everything. Don't have a filler women's match in there. Don't I, have- I just don't think that that Tony Khan can do this all alone, man. I know he's you got can't. a couple other hey, people. Look, don't get me wrong. I know Brian is helping him out on, on collision, but yeah, I you mean- know who else was helping out the other day on Dynamite? Colt yeah. freaking Cabana. So you're gonna tell me this dude knows how to write storylines? Get out of here, dude. Colt Cabana is not the guy. I'm sorry. You can we, write stories on Ring of Honor because we let all of this company go down the drain for Colt Cabana. Let's just if something happens to AEW in the next couple of years, for some reason they drop down to two hundred thousand fans. I don't think that's gonna happen. But let's no. just say if it does, that is your reason why. Colt freaking Cabana, just all like that dude gets the blame for a mainstream company losing ratings, losing sales, losing interest, all that stuff. Colt freaking Cabana, let that sink in to everybody's mind. Is Colt Cabana worth it to not have an AEW anymore? Colt Cabana, boom boom. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, man. Like that's what we're that's what we're looking at right now. But when it comes down to it, man, like I like I, I think you're right. I think that we need more storylines. I think that this the show needs more structure. There for a little while it was doing pretty good, but you know there there's know. just it, when you got something like a bloodline going on over in WWE that's just raising numbers, raising. And now I don't expect AEW to write a bloodline story, right? Like I, I said this before. WWE sort of just struck gold with this, and this was all Paul Heyman's genius. Just struck gold with this this tribal chief thing in the bloodline. Yeah, they've had just... a couple of you know struck in with gold. You had the bloodline, obviously. The during the during the time that fans weren't allowed, it struck gold. You know, yeah. with them trying to fuse you know fuse the whole group up. You know, yeah. it all started with Roman coming in. You know, people are wondering, is he a heel, is he a face? Then kind of little by little structuring the pieces, beating up his own family, then uniting. And then out of the blue, Sami Zayn got up there, and that mm-hmm. was the big talk. And you still having the big talk. Sami and KO, they're not as big anymore. You know, Bloodline, yeah. Roman's still the big thing. The Usos are getting more bigger. Solo is getting bigger. I don't know what it is. They just struck gold with it, and... I don't Seth know, Rollins is just as big as ever. 
if you ask me, like that dude, his his clips Sad. all over YouTube are millions and upon millions. Sad. Judgment Day has big. big Judgment big Day has a dominant. lot of fans. Uh, yeah. And then you got, and then you got. Um, no, don't get me wrong. AW has a few like Don Callis being booed every week. They're giving them the Dominic treatment. I've been seeing it a little by little. That's fun. I like but, the how I like that fan interaction with Don Callis and the stuff going on with him. And I really do time, yeah. look, I really do enjoy the stuff with MJF and Adam Cole. It just goes to show you that how good MJF really is. That's their top star, period. You don't take the title off of MJF. I'm gonna I, go on and say it. You just you don't take it off of him right now. I think and I know you I know you mentioned that Adam Cole versus MJF might hit Wembley. I don't know. If Punk wins this tournament, what do you do with him after? Because he still came, I don't know if he's, I haven't watched Collision in the last few weeks, been busy, has been coming out with that red bag with the belt in there, claims since he never got beat. You know, I know he's been teasing about, I want to fight Max. Do you just override it and go to him and Adam Cole does his own thing? If Adam Cole well, I mean, when do do you do Adam Cole versus MJF? Because that's what it looks like we're building towards, right? So. Are you just going to throw that on a dynamite? It might. I don't know. That's the kind of crap that I'm talking about, though. You do not build up a storyline like this and then throw it on a freaking dynamite. I guess it's weird how they did the match to see if Kenny deserve a title shot. Then they just said, yeah, we're doing tag tournaments to put you guys in a lengthy way to get you guys keep going. Is it working? It don't get me wrong. It's good. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I know we got the I know we got the finals coming up for both of them next. Uh, what is it next sat- or this upcoming Saturday, I believe, or next Saturday? Yeah. Um, and then little by little, it's either build up for Wembley or you put those two in there. And I, I, I mean, the AEW standard was let's throw in a match at the last minute. So I don't know what they're gonna do with Punk. Is my let's question. Get to some, let's get to some comments and then we'll move on to the numbers again. Uh, let me see here, uh, Isaiah Hill. I really don't dig AEW uh, fight forever anymore. I don't think you're alone in that, man. I think that uh, I'm gonna that game is you're definitely in the majority. yeah, yeah. The, the the game is definitely sitting on the shelf for me until they add something to it because that game is just it's yeah. it's stampede. Yeah. Here's hurry up. <laughs> Stadium Stampede might pick it up a little bit, but it kind of looks corny at the same time. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to expect, so I don't want to judge it yet. I want to play it. We'll but, see. Uh, 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 positively, he says uh, proof that WWE should be doing more with their uh, IPS uh, WCW bash tank top. Yeah, dude, I don't know what they're doing with the, some of the stuff from WCW. I wish they would it, bring it it's back. It's working. NWO, you got yeah, yeah. The WCW shirt was up there. Looked nice. <laughs> uh, I love TNA's World Cup and Open Door Policy era eras. Yeah, I mean it's it's all right when you're TNA or something like that. But uh, Grand Slam is in September. Um, I go every year. Oh, well, there you go. Positively, he's going to be yeah. in the in the house for Grand Slam. I think Matthew Lopez was in there for Grand Slam as well. Matthew Lopez, if Punk does uh, get put on BCC to fight the Elite, uh, that would be a huge draw I really, for future I really big matches. Yeah. I don't see it happening either, unfortunately. No, Just, I'm pretty sure. Not on Punk. A... It's, it's not on Punk. It's on no, the other side. I could tell you who it is, and they've already drawn the storyline for it, and I know you're going to frown upon it, same with everybody else. Yeah, I already know. It's 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 New Japan talent. So <laughs> I, I don't know about on BCC side. I don't think it's that. No, not on that, but it's... Yeah, it, the other one, sure, but I think your favorite, uh, Mr. Jericho. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be I don't BCC care. Since, yeah. 
I'm so over Chris Jericho. That's another reason why I feel like AEW's ratings are, are plummeting is because they're putting people like Jericho on there every He's, single week. No matter what, Jericho gets a spot in some way. It's something. <laughs> he is on every single card, every single Dynamite. It's, I don't remember the last time he took in a break for Fozzie, but... <laughs> uh, Positively, he says Adam Cole is on Collision. Uh, everything Pro Wrestling says Punk and Steel, Second City Saints versus Young Bucks. Dude, it's not, not going to happen. No, dude. Maybe having people get bid all in that match is not good. Matthew Lopez says, uh, I think Colt. (laughs) Yeah, lights out match. First one to lose teeth. Uh, I think uh, Cole versus MJF will be at all in because I think uh, we are heading for Punk MJF title for a title unification. Yeah, I didn't think about it because, I mean, yeah, you can do Adam Cole and MJF, but then what are you doing for the following pay per view? Who do you squeeze in? Do you squeeze Punk in? The following week. The following. Do you week. do it on the dynamite or do you squeeze it, you know, from when would it That's come? another thing too, is like how can we build <laughs> how can we build these shows when you got a pay per view a week after this? I'm telling you, the all in is gonna be categorized as how can we build show. a good forbidden door when it's a week after freaking double or nothing or whatever it is, like not even a month after double Literally, or nothing. Literally when it's, I went to Dynamite, they had what Tanahashi show up and I'm like, Well, we just had double or nothing, so now you're trying to build it before forbidden door. Sure, I get it. Right. Well, yeah, that but, has to happen. But uh, yeah, that whole thing that whoever put that in there, look, I get it if it was a scheduling comic with Wembley and you know, I know they're probably doing. Uh, don't don't uh, get me wrong for this. I'm pretty sure they're doing soccer games still there, so I get it. There's some conflicts there. Yeah, but all in right now is well, watch it. Of course, I'm gonna watch it. I don't know if I'll be up at 9 a.m. or whatever the hell it's on. Or, but um, it's gonna be your glorified house show, just like Super Showdown when they went to Australia for WWE and the Saudi shows. Mm-hmm. They're gonna pull in town like. Well, Osprey's probably going to be there. You're going to, it's going to be more so a forbidden door 2.0, if you will. And then we go into all, all in, um, North Chicago, and that's going to be mainly your AEW roster. It's going to be a weird transition. Positively. He says, Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega, I think is what he's saying. has some bangers with wrestlers like Christian and punk. They slowed, uh, they slow him down a bit and everything is worth more. I look, I, I need never more seen, I've never seen I've never seen a banger with Christian. I'm gonna go on and say it. I've never seen a banger with Christian. That, those that TLC dude, matches, brother. That dude puts me to sleep, man. Okay, yeah, those TLC <laughs> matches, brother. Yeah, that wasn't Christian. That was yeah, everybody he was else. In there. He gets involved. He... All right. Well, okay. So I'll give him credit for that. He was a part of a good tag. He's had match. a couple. He's had a couple good runs. I get it. Your comment. Yeah, I'm good. But positively, he says Punk and FTR versus the Elite would be a banger. Yes, it would. Uh, everything pro wrestling's crying, probably because I mentioned Colt Cabana and throwing the bag. Uh, Matthew Lopez says, uh, I think TK needs help with booking things out because look at ROH pay-per-view. It's on July 21st, <laughs> oh, and there hasn't been much on the card besides World I forgot Ring of Honor was a thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, so, Matthew, I just want you to know, man, that I appreciate you very, very much. You are the one that keeps me up to date with Ring of Honor. If I don't get those Twitter messages from you, man, I would not know a single thing thing that is going on on that promotion because i refuse to watch i forgot but, ring of honor was a thing 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Positively E says, Cole Cabana laugh my ass off. Sick uh, sick Willer Yuta after him, <laughs> for sure. Cole Cabana was literally an orange for a year on BTE. Bro, those BTE segments, too. Like, BTE has gotten really bad. I don't know if if it's just me, it's but BTE is bland. terrible now. Yeah, and, oh, I'm sorry. I get it. Don't even get me started about the long storytelling, but Dark Order needs them. Just go away. I'm sorry. It just does yeah. not work. I can't. I when I seen people post that, oh yeah, Uva Uno might be the look. One I don't really want Dark Order to go away. I want them to be like something serious. It's just I would have. I mean, but they haven't filled have up it. anybody. They had what? They dropped one person. They the other ones in the independent scene with prestige and doing whatever else. And then you got these three, and you got, you know, they're still you know having this thing with Adam Hang and Page. I get it, but good lord. You're not going to make me a serious contender for seeing Johnny Hungy and Alex Reynolds and, you know, Ivo Uno. I mean, I kind of gave him praise when he tried to find Moxley. Well, that was a dumpster fire, you know, and I've seen people like parade about it. Hey, why don't you put Ivo Uno in the BCC? Oh, then yeah. you're going to make me change the channel. I'm not watching <laughs> Ivo Uno. You can, Ivo Uno, just be a correspondent like the New Day and do your, you know, go make a channel like them with up, up, down, down. Do your video game content. Do please. the damn thing. Do the please, damn thing. <laughs> please go wear your mask and whatnot with your wife. You, sorry, it just your character's Every- not for me. <laughs> That's hating too much, man. Everything pro wrestling says uh, Punk can't lose uncrowned champion. It's facts. It's facts. Road to Elite feels dull. Um, yeah, it is. It is dull. <laughs> it's 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 good for what it is, but I just feel like I'm past the. I'm I'm past the video games that I have to read subtitles in my career mode. After all the amazing games that I've played, I just don't need to uh, do that. I understand uh, a lot of people are not filling the WWE 2K um, storylines when it comes to the Justine one. I know Conrad's not enjoying that, but I felt like the lock storyline was good. So yeah, fight forever. Uh, I mean, like that photo I posted. You get yeah, it, it feels like WCW World Tour. There's nothing Con- else to play. So oh yeah, so Matthew Lopez says uh, I was at Grand Slam last year. I'm going to go this year too. Sweet man. So we think I think that uh, if you actually play Road to Elite on uh, AEW Fight Forever, I think that they're hinting towards Seattle getting full gear. So I'm hoping that that's the case. If they do, then I'll, I will go to full gear. Uh, that tends to be my favorite pay-per-view. Now it used to be double or nothing, but the, the builds have sucked the past few years on double or nothing. So I'm just, uh, I can't really rule that out as my favorite AEW pay-per-view anymore. I think that full gear is probably it for me or, uh, all out maybe, I don't know, but now I don't know about this year's all out because we're doing all in. So Things are a little, uh, a little weird over here. So, yeah, no, no card yet. Um, I'm just looking at predictions. Uh, Sting Jericho, that would be one, possibly. Um, I'm just looking at predictions here. This one put FTR versus Bullet Club Gold versus the Young Bucks. Yeah, I don't want to do predictions. <laughs> let's let's talk numbers. Let's keep it keep it a a stack here. Positively, E says, "What's the Wembley card so far? Nothing. Nothing is the Wembley card." No, we've got no matches. Matthew Lopez says they uh, just better announce a max max deal for all in because it's going to hurt the wallet back to back big pay per views. Yeah, I won't be buying both of them back to back like that. So yeah, I'll be watching on it on Max. That's what they claim. They're already yeah. getting approval for one of them. Wembley we'll, or we'll Chicago. We'll have to see for that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see. Um, 
Positively E says, got to give it up for Christian. I'm about to close this comment out already. Got to give it up, uh, Christian, oh, for, for the Orton feud in the first half of his TNA run before TNA TNA'd. Um, no Christian's comment. had some good times, all right? You're fine. You're going to get me cussing on the you're, stream. You're fine. I'm not, until gonna, you're, I'm not trying to cuss look, anymore on the stream. Look, until your boy finishes the the story, or in this case, the chapter. We are off. not going to slander Cody Rhodes on this stream, okay? It's not happening. Not anymore. I'm not, No Cody slander allowed on the pro wrestling shoot, period. I'm rooting for Brock. I'm going to try not to cuss. Isaiah Hill, yo, to be honest, WWE 2K23, my rise legacy felt very short this year. Man, you are in the <laughs> minority of that one. That thing felt really that long. Felt- I- that felt it took us what a couple of days. I felt like I got up. my money's worth on their career modes. I'm just saying, like we used to stay just, up to like one, two a.m. playing this. Say, hey, where are you on the charity? Are you not done yeah. yet? No. Are you? No. <laughs> yeah. No, it dude. Those long. careers were freaking long, dude. But you know what? It was one time deal. You had to do everything. That's it for the lockables. If you cared for them, that's you not true run. because I missed a couple unlockables in mine. You I still don't have, have the call side or whatever. You should have done yeah. your side missions. You got no, time. Trash. You got that's, times. You just gotta play through halfway through the story and play that's, back. Nah, that's trash. And enough that's for trash. sale. Let's see here. Uh Punk Punk lose to MJF. Yeah, I don't I don't see Punk winning that match at all. So I don't know. Cody Rhodes fighting chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was there live when they threw the rubber chicken in the ring. <laughs> Positively Cody slandered himself with that neck tattoo. Oh. Enough is enough. That neck tattoo is okay. dope. I don't want to hear it. Where do I put the star on that one? That's a that's a sick do I logo. Put a star on that one? I don't care what no, anybody says, atrocious. man. That, that was atrocious. That's a sick logo. You guys are tripping. On the you neck, maybe one. not the best placement. All right, you you go get one. We'll see you next week with one. I'm not getting it on my neck. I, <laughs> I got no tattoos on my neck. I'll, I'll I get tattoos all over my arms and my legs, but I'm not doing it on my neck. <laughs> it's not happening. On the ass. So, man, here's the deal. Here is the deal. I know that uh, Conrad over on Everything Pro Wrestling has a famous saying over there that, you know, everybody's got WWE brain. Everybody's got the WWE brain. WWE way of thinking. And my counter to that is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know why everybody has WWE brain? It's the same reason why the algorithm works on YouTube. It's the same reason why people watch and like what they like. It's because it works and it's good. That is why people have the WWE brain. Because it works, it's good. The way they've done things has been the way it's. we've watched wrestling for years and years and years. And we've enjoyed it for years and years and years. The only time that we haven't is just during the Cena era and possibly now. Uh, well... Speaking personally, obviously a lot of people are liking WWE now. I, I don't have any uh, explanation for it. Yeah. What do you got to say on that, James? Yeah, I mean, it's the algorithm is there for WWE. It's been so long. It's, you know, it's always a constant thing. And I've always set it up there. And I know people have got on me about it. WWE is your NFL. The AEW is the XFL in my eyes. That That's how it is. Except I hopefully the A, hopefully AEW. It's not like the XFL and, you know, and it crashes and burns in one year span and then try to, uh, you know, rebrand itself and come back for a $60 million loss. Um, they do need some major changes. I understand yes. your, I know, I understand that their motto or motto is we're here strictly for wrestling. That's fine, but you need story. And don't tell me it's in the ring because I could say that for WWE. 
They have a story on with the bloodline. They're doing, you know, they're doing, there's always uh, drama in the group. They're doing the wrestling. There's a story in the ring as well. They're doing all three. And I know yeah, this is one yeah. storyline, but if one storyline is kicking your ass, you know, just do itty bitty storylines. I don't care who it is. It can be the. So that's the thing, thing, too, is I don't think that WWE is kicking AEW's ass, per se. I think that AEW is kicking their own ass. That's yeah. <laughs> I think it's vice versa. Sense. They're both doing it. AEW's numbers are, you know, like I said, they're up, down, up, down, up, down. This has been skyrocketing. The only thing that's consistent about AEW is their numbers going down. It's not consistently rising and coming back up. I mean, down. yeah, you got I mean, fans literally counting DVR numbers. Yeah, just to kind of make it, make yeah, it better. I, I had to save that little article. I mean, I haven't seen the DVR numbers for this uh, this past Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, so the past numbers for Dynamite. Let me see. Let me see what I got. So for Collision, okay, debut they had eight hundred and five thousand watching it. Yeah. With DVR, it went up to nine fifty two. The following one, 595 to 692. Okay. 452. Let me just add that I have all of AEW's stuff for the past three weeks DVR'd. Haven't watched a single one of them. Continue. I, probably the debut one was the only one I watched. <laughs> for for Collision? For Collision. I didn't watch Dynamite the last couple of weeks. I, no, 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 I'm lying. I watched Dynamite last week, and I hated it. Now, granted, one, because we were playing the game, okay? And then yeah. 4th of July. Yep. Okay, I get it, yep. but... How is it going to be this week? It's, I'm going to watch this it's, week because it's... we're we're leading into blood and guts. I'll watch this week. I'll watch next week. But will I watch Collision? Probably not because Saturday is just rough for me to watch yeah. wrestling. I, I won't even watch Saturday. To be honest, I'm not even going to watch All In Live. It, regardless of it if depends. it's if it's if it's on HBO, I won't. I just don't. I I don't watch wrestling on Saturdays. I I have no way of doing that. I'm a busy man outside of this. So it depends. If I'm in the middle of working, maybe I'll throw it on and watch it here and there. Yeah, but, I mean, if you if you got if you got the the capabilities of watching it and you have the time, then by all means, watch but it I because think it's, for it's going to be historic in general. And look, I know WWE and the whole combative thing of trying to do the stuff with London and tease WrestleMania. Well, your numbers are not going to be as great. I don't think so. Not with being in London, not compared to U.S. Right. Yeah. But, well, they can always count them DVR numbers. <laughs> they'll be stri- yeah. they'll be counting those numbers for weeks to come because if they're streaming it on Max, they're going to go. Oh, oh, another ten people just watched. Add that <laughs> yeah. to it. Oh, oh, yeah. Another twenty people just watched. You know what I mean? I'm going. It's, We're catching up. Yeah. 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 So it's. It- and I don't necessarily think that it's AEW that's doing that. It's just the fan base that <laughs> that says some ridiculous stuff like that. Now, I get both AEW and WWE both count their DVR numbers. They both count demo ratings. They both count this no. and that. But there's only a, one fan base that brings up all of these, and it is AEW fans for so sure. Here's one. Uh, let me see. Tony tweeted this out a day ago. At AEW plus TBS Network, we're all glad to confirm that Dynamite was the number one show on all cable slash satellite this past Wednesday. We're excited to follow up with some of the biggest stars in AEW fighting on Dynamite this Wednesday on TBS. Uh, let's see. How does that? Were... Was, is it just on Wednesday? I that was the yeah. that was the best show just all let's across cables. the board on Wednesday. Here we go. Uh, TBS AEW Dynamite was Cable's number one program among adults 18 to 49. Of course, you're demos. On Wednesdays, July 5th from 8 to 10 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time, delivering a .75 rating and attracting 
438,000 viewers in L3. The high octane show had a 10% lift in the adults 18 to 49 and 25 to 54, as well as 5% lift from P2 plus versus prior at uh, week's episode. And this is from Tony tweeting this out. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, it's an accomplishment. You gotta, you, you have to. You have to boost your company up, right? Like, you have to boost your brand up, no matter what. So I don't blame Tony Khan for doing that. Tony Khan has a total of 7,051 tweets. You want to know how many Vince McMahon has on total on his? <laughs> to less than 1,000, I can tell you that. <laughs> 621 from Vince. And it probably isn't even Vince tweeting. The last thing, you know, the last thing was the Endeavor sale, pal. And the last one before that, I'm retiring. Well, that didn't, <laughs> that didn't last long. <laughs> sounds sounds like Twitter to me, brother. You know, speaking of that, we're in July. It's coming up since it's been a year. It's it's almost been a year since he reti- uh, announced retirement. He did it. Yeah, in, he didn't uh, even last a year. July gone, man, he's 22nd back. Second of 2022. We're almost up there. So at age 78, pal, I'm still here. So I guess in closing statements, man, what do you think that AEW could do to boost these numbers up and stop the the decline? Because nobody wants to see a world without two mainstream wrestling companies. Because that's that's just the way it is, man. If if WWE is the only thing, look, I'm not watching WWE currently. Um, I will watch their PLEs. I I actually did not watch Money in the Bank. I didn't catch Money in the Bank, but. Um, I normally watch their PLEs, and if Raw is on in the background at the time, then it's on in the background at the time. Uh, Dynamite is usually my show to watch, but it has been very frustrating as of the last couple of weeks. Um, what what do you think can what what do you think can be done to change this momentum and and put it back in AEW's favor? Besides the fans getting on board with CM Punk being back in the company, yeah, I mean we have all mentioned it that. If you're not there to do business, get out of here. This whole punk and elite thing, that's dividing fans very badly. You got punk being on collision, and those numbers are not so great. I know it's, what, their fourth, fifth time being live. And you got Young Bucks and the elite being on Wednesdays here and there. You need to put them in the room, and you need to have a serious talk, Tony. You need to be the man in the company. You know, I get it. They're MVPs which is the worst decision ever. It didn't work for any other company. It's not going to work now. You need to settle business and do it. Vince McMahon's golden rule was always, you know, the business is there. You have to do it. Yeah. If you don't, get out. You're, yeah, yeah, we need to money. definitely that, that's stop money. letting the, the, the wrestlers run. I get it. You have your joint, problems with you it. You know what I mean? You don't have to like them. I'm not asking you to like them. I'm not asking you to talk to them or even smile. Just do the damn match. Go your own separate ways. You don't Here's the thing, though, dude. If you're Tony Khan and you do tell the elite to get out, obviously you see the majority of fans are on the elite side. The majority of AEW diehards. There are more elite fans than there are yeah. CM Punk. Yeah, because that was their alternative of, I don't want to watch WWE. Well, let me watch Ring of Honor. Let me watch BT. And let it was watch- also them that started the company. Yeah, they were involved. Without the elite, there is no all elite wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it's called all elite in the name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Granted, will they work something out? I I would hope so. I mean, ever since the whole first collision dig, they didn't have a problem with it. They just you know did their little stuff on Twitter, changing the bio, but it wasn't a big serious thing. Yeah, you know, Um, 
it's just so sad to see everything a little divided. You know, you see the little littlest things and commentaries talking about Punk very little when he's mentioned on Dynamite alone. Yes. Um, I don't think the Bucks and Elite have been mentioned on Collision once, <laughs> funny enough. Um, but you you have to work some things out. And look, Tony, I know you're if you're scared of this whole thing, oh well, dirty might pick him up. Well, so be it then. They didn't give a rat, they didn't care if this person was let go on this person. Look at their numbers. Their yeah. numbers have been the best in the last, you know, 20 something years. They didn't care if they lost Bray Wyatt at the time. They didn't care yeah. if they lost Braun Sherman. They didn't care if they lost Bray no, Wyatt a second they're like, time. Yeah, we're not worried. I mean, plus, what was the biggest win? We have too big of a roster. Tony, you kind of have the same thing. How about just drop Ring of Honor and future just people on either Dynamite or Collision? You got more superstars right there because I don't watch. Do I want to watch them in the Ring well, of Honor? Well, now, in Tony Khan's defense, not about Ring of Honor, but about Collision. If a if a network is giving you another show, you don't. No, not you don't take say that no other show. No, yeah. You don't. Can Saturday, can Saturday succeed? I mean, it it it's had its turns. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. We've seen it with Twitter words of Coach and uh, Dax going off on it. I mean, Saturday yeah. night main event lasted for so long. Yep. Uh, Velocity lasted for five hundred plus episodes. Heat, yeah, Heat was a different, understandable thing of having it, you know, go into a pay per view. Why don't they just do that for a collision, like a one hour special collision, and then go to a pay per view? It worked for WWE for so many years. Yeah, yeah. Do some little tweak numbers in there. I agree, man. I also think that they need to get this storyline uh, stuff under control. I think there needs to be more structures. The problem is, is we're not building enough star power in AEW, in my mind. And uh, don't we're... use the tournament as a, a reason for a storm. My storyline is I'm there to win. the I'm there to win the trophy. Well, no crap. I mean, what are you competing for? Just for shits and giggles? Are you Why are we running a tag team tournament? Like, okay. I understand this is this is what's building MJF and, and Adam Cole. Great. It's a great storyline. But why did we decide that we were gonna do a tag team tournament anyway with random partners? I get is like, like this. look, I like, can understand. You have Keith Lee and Swerve. Okay, sure. They have their storyline. They've been beefing. Okay, yeah. that's fine. You throw random tag teams in there just what you got Matt Bernard with the with the butcher. Okay, that's not going to go anywhere. Darby yeah. and Orange Cassidy. Okay, they've been tagging for some time. That's probably going to be an upcoming feud for them with the well, here, a, the AW uh, title that Orange has. Here's you the know? kicker, too. They're running this tournament at the same time as the Owen Hart Cup. Yeah. Why? Why are we doing all these tournaments at the same time? Just, I mean, just wrap it away. You already have a feud with the tag team goal. It's too with- much. It's too much, and it's it's uninteresting. I love I loved Owen Hart, man. I love Owen Hart, but nobody like I'm good on that tournament, bro. I don't need it again. You know what I mean? We had it once, great. We don't need to run this every year. Yeah, don't get uh, me wrong. This is all I mean, for WWE. Th- eventually, learned. Hey, this, this is. is I'm going to go on and say it. This is all clout chasing by Tony Khan, just because he knows that Owen Hart is not allowed in the Hall of Fame for WWE. He's yeah. not allowed to do anything with WWE. His name cannot even be said on that programming. He literally got So Hart now to- we're going to say Owen Hart, Owen Hart, Owen Hart. Let's put him in our video game too. Owen Hart, Owen Hart. It, that's all it is. That's all this is. Is just, just to, to get that him, name back in wrestling. But him, yeah, yeah, to give the bird to Vince McMahon. I mean, look, you had Bret Hart coming to AEW. Hey, here's the AEW title. I haven't seen him on WWE television since that. <laughs> no, no. 
So that's yeah, just I, giving them like, oh, well, we over here, we treat the Heart Foundation and all that. We treat them fine over here. I'm like, you guys, oh, we have someone here, the wife, you know, it's. Yeah. Don't give her. I mean, it, it, this is kind of as bad as when WWE does those King of the Ring tournaments and then somebody wins and that's their gimmick. Oh, I'm the king or I'm, I'm the, the king. king now. We're going to walk like, around with a stupid crown and a scepter and a cape. Has it all. worked a few times? Sure. King Booker, but, you know, King Xavier? No. Queen Zelina? No. It just it just doesn't work. King Corbin? Of, there's a reason why they got rid of the pay-per-view. Was it fun? Don't get me wrong. They had probably one of the best matches on King of the Ring with uh, Kurt and Shane. But I think that maybe there should be more stakes involved. If you're going to run guy, this tournament, this Owen Hart tournament, this should be a guaranteed shot at the world title. You had Something. a guy from WWE that just that left because of the King returned. Do we not remember what happened when Austin left? Yeah. You know, because, oh, well, we just want to do uh, Austin and Brock. <laughs> Where did that go? No, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. He's like, I want to lose. To, I, he, he said, I wanted to lose to Brock, but I'm not going to lose under just randomly out of the blue. That's Makes a once no in sense. a lifetime match right there. Brock yeah. was the new ass, was the new, you know, prospect of the company. You have Austin, who's a damn big deal. Yeah, so. it's it's crazy, man. So that's 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 what I think. I just think that the storylines definitely need to be. Uh, Don't use a tournament as an excuse to squeeze in the storyline. That's and, I, and look, I, what I do I know? Idea. Right? What do we know? We're just fans watching this. Let me tell you, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested in the product. I think that what I like to see is not showcased on AEW right now. Not no. saying that they won't ever showcase it, but right as of right now, what I like to see in professional wrestling is not showcased on either show, not even on WWE, because, look, I love the Bloodline story, but that's not the only reason why I want to tune in to SmackDown. I want to see everything else. You know what you I mean? Are you going to give me two hours yeah. of the Bloodline? Because right now, it's just not enough. It was so bad, but you know what? It's, 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 it's funny enough, but it works. You had people hooked in to watch a whole freaking episode of SmackDown just to see Bray Wyatt not even show up. It's just a little vignette video, and it yeah. got people going. It works, and you know I know Tony. That, that, that's just not how it works. It doesn't mm-hmm. for them. I don't know. I don't know why it works that way. It just it just takes one straw in the stick for people. That's how it was for me. Like I mentioned, I had people watch it for what reason? What is Brock doing? What is Bray doing? Everything else. No one cared about. Isaiah Hill says, I ran uh, them both in one day. WW2K23, my rise. Woo. Dang. I don't know how the heck you did that, but Matthew Lopez says, my my rise career are unbearably long. Go ask Conrad about the one he's still playing while trying to unlock Molly Holly. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Positively, <laughs> XFL under uh, Vince McMahon management and the Rocks uh, are a little different. Uh, yeah. Positively, he says, no way Jericho set up this Owen Hart stuff <laughs> up after interviewing Martha on Talk is Jericho after she said she wished she could celebrate him without the WWE machine. If Chris Williams was here, he's always told me this. Martha, you got to get over it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get over it, brother. You got to get over he it. He deserves to be in that WWE Hall of Fame. Positively. We're sorry. He died. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Where's the, where's the love? No, got to get over it. You got to move on. <laughs> wow. Positively. I think <laughs> saying Tony Khan is doing for clout chasing uh, for the middle finger to Vince is borderline slander. No, that's not slander at all. It's it's definitely not slander. That's exactly what he's doing, man. 
Tony Khan is famous for clout chasing just to give the middle finger to Vince McMahon. Are you kidding me? He literally went on a media on a media scrum and said that he has more money than Vince McMahon. Well, if you have more money than Vince McMahon, brother, why aren't we getting a top of the line video game like 2K if you didn't want to pay for it? We I don't want to hear it. You can it. buy theme songs and all that. You can buy yeah, you, all these. All these theme songs, man, but we can't have, you know what I mean? I don't want to get into it. Tony Khan is constantly cloud chasing. I love Tony Khan, man, but come on now. That is not even slander. That's just facts. I could show you 20 tweets right now where he was cloud chasing positively. He says, what uh, what all else is going on on SmackDown outside the bloodline? Rick let me, Boogs. Let me think about I couldn't it. tell you because I honestly am not watching WWE television well, right now. I'm, 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 I'm following the numbers, and I'm following what's going on via clips because the only thing that I am currently liking is the bloodline. So I follow the clips. I follow everything from the bloodline. For my interest, oh, I'm trying to think. Besides the bloodline, I'm uh, – I don't know what they're doing, Austin Theory. I don't. I just, I'm surprised he's still champion. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to think what else is on there. Yes, uh, the Kerry Cross came back. This women, last yeah, pff, yeah, yeah. That went somewhere. <laughs> um, what? What? Honestly, I, I I don't know. I really don't. Uh, Ricochet and, and uh, Logan Paul. I know people are talking about that, but is it big as this bloodline? No. Um, what else is there? Women tag team championships? Not really. I guess who has the bigger dong of who, who has the better credibility in the company with uh Charlotte and Bianca and pretty much putting burying Oscar in the way. That's and what I got. You t- and YouTube is no longer uh, slamming this video to everybody's feed. Slander YouTube, <laughs> man. Guys, that is it for this week. Make sure to check out the video drops. We are going to be dropping more videos this week. Uh, I'm going to try to do two a week. I did drop two this week, two shorts this week. Follow us on TikTok as well at the Pro Wrestling Shoot because we're dropping videos over there. Um, We're going to be doing some exclusive stuff too, so I could be dropping two to three videos a week. You never know. Next Uh, video is why 10 reasons of why Christian's a Hall of Famer. Make sure you guys follow us everywhere on social media at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, Twitter at TPWS Podcast. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us that five-star rate and give us a friendly review, man. Spotify, we are about to be monetized on. So please share the podcast. Pump our videos too, our, our short our short form content videos. Share those out, Twitter, whatever else. Get them out there. We're going to be doing some video game stuff. We're going to be doing current day wrestling stuff, too. I'm going to get back to watching wrestling. I'm going back on AEW this week, man. Make sure you subscribe to this channel if you are new. I will see you next week. I am Jesse Carter. He's James Pinard Jr. Next week, right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Pro! 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 Wrestling! Shoot!